starving. What's the biggest thing on the menu? That would be our Knockwurst Nightmare Platter. 570 pounds of ground pig parts packed tightly but tantalizingly into over two miles of intestinal tubing. No one has ever finished the Nightmare Platter. I'll take two! There aren't enough pigs in the country, sir. Mm, how about one and a side of fries? I'm here with my Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew, and we have a guest with us today. Howdy, it's Brett again. (laughs) (laughs) And today we're going to be talking uh, Rocco's Modern Life versus Ren and Stimpy, which is the superior, (laughs) I guess, adult type. Nicktoon. Mm, and I have a lot of my mind about it. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> so do I. Uh, before we do that, we're going to uh, go over a few things you guys sent us in regards to our last couple episodes, Perfect Nickelodeon Family and Dream Snick Lineup. Um, Eddie Valiant on Twitter uh, mentioned that he thought an interesting... He didn't give a whole family for Nickelodeon, but he said he thought it would be interesting, a combo if Ren from Ren and Stimpy yeah. and Angelica from Rugrats were in the same household, just how that <laughs> how that chemistry would work. Uh, so I thought that was a, an interesting observation. We put up a poll on Twitter to let you guys vote uh, on the perfect family, and so the perfect family ended up being Little Pete, which we'll talk about more perfect. in a second, uh, Sister Clarissa, uh, Dad Stu, Mom Joyce Wrigley, and the pet was... Porkchop, I believe. Yeah, Porkchop. Uh, but we we had some, it got heated. So uh, the Peets, uh, Danny Tamborelli and Michael Morona, uh, they got in on it. Yeah, it was great. I think we hit the <laughs> pinnacle of uh, getting noticed. Yeah, I think I think if when we when we started, you told me we could have the Peets competing to win our poll on Twitter. Podcast a success. <laughs> I, I, for one, was shocked when I saw that. I, I did not think that they would reach that height of uh, fame. It looked like Big Pete was going to take it uh, until the very last minute. Yeah, someone on Twitter drew his attention to it, uh, uh, drew Danny's attention yeah. to it, and Danny, uh, I think he hit that boost option yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> In perfect uh, Little Pete fashion, just yeah. stealing it at the last second. Uh. So, good times. Yeah. Uh, we also heard from you guys on uh, Perfect Snick lineup. Um, so, uh, Jennifer E. McCarthy tweeted us that she would like the lineup of Alex Mack, Hey Dude, Double Dare, and Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, two of those weren't actually Snick shows, but a very interesting lineup yeah. nonetheless. Uh, you got two game shows and two normal shows. Yeah. That's cool. Uh uh, we also had Oh I Had That uh, tweet at us, and I think they kind of run a, their own uh, nostalgic Twitter account and Instagram, so if you're interested in that type of stuff, it's Oh I Had That. Uh, and they said they would definitely go with a lineup of Clarissa, Pete and Pete, Alex Mack, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? So again, kind of a hybrid yeah. of... Uh, I like it. And he added that Roundhouse can get lost. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Completely. Um... And finally, we got an email from our old buddy John, uh, who, t- who emailed us uh, last week about Spunky being left off the list, and I'm still thinking about that. I think we screwed up on Spunky, but he uh, he tweeted us his Snick lineup, and he said at 8 o'clock he'd go with Roundhouse. Oh, boy. <laughs> Careful, John. <laughs> 8.30, Angry Beavers, uh, which I don't think either of us yeah, considered much. Uh, 9 o'clock, Pete and Pete, like you had it. Uh, and 9.30, Invader Zim. Which, oh, which is a very interesting lineup. Uh, I just can't imagine a snake lineup without Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, he yeah. said, he said, kind of weird picks, but like Alex Mack, Roundhouse would be the last chance to grab a snack show. Uh, <laughs> then Ang- Angry Beavers would be a good show for background noise, have it on while you're working on something. Then Pete and Pete is the, okay, it's time to sit down and really watch a show. And not, uh, I'm not a big Are You Afraid of the Dark fan, so Invader Zim can be a good is kind of good at being yeah. scary. Uh, he says his close call is like you, Kablam. Mm, nice. Um, and for his Ferguson, he hasn't seen all the shows, but he mentioned uh, Space Cases, Caitlin's Way, and Alan Strange. All good. Uh, I kind of like <laughs> Alan Strange, but all good 
good picks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for getting in touch with us. Um, we we enjoy hearing your guys' feedback. Uh, but the topic this week, as Andrew said, is Ren and Stimpy verse Rocco's Modern Life. How do you feel about um, it? I really like both these shows, so um, but I feel pretty strongly about my arguments. You know? Yeah. Um, before we get into it, though, I do want to say that I'm very. Uh, irritated with the way that <laughs> these shows have been treated on DVD, hmm. um, especially Ren and Stimpy. Rocco like has a pretty good set. Um, both of these are available, by the way, on full series on DVD. Um, uh, the Rocco sets from Shout Factory, and it's pretty good. Uh, does include a couple cuts though, and the Ren and Stimpy sets are just cut like crazy. Um, and I just it drives me crazy yeah never a proper release yeah and i don't understand like if i can find uncut versions of these myself <laughs> online i yeah. think they could these companies could source the materials to make this happen yeah yeah maybe you um, should do it on your own uh, it, raise they, some capital uh, <laughs> maybe produce your own uh yeah so I, that's that is that is weird um but nickelodeon shows do kind of have like a spotty dvd release yeah. history um it feels like nothing totally has gotten a very formal complete release i there i yeah. think Clar- i mean the first couple seasons of pete and pete did clarissa uh oh alex mack is coming out on dvd <laughs> uh bra- breaking news everybody <laughs> uh save up a couple couple ten dollar bills and get ready to buy that alex mack complete series um, but yeah, for the most part, it seems like it's just spotty. Yeah, as far as uh, preservation goes, um, I guess animation in general gets has not had the best releases. But yeah, that just really irritates me. <laughs> I can't really, believe no more people aren't upset about this. <laughs> so I think this debate's going to be interesting because, and t- you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think you really like both Rocco yeah. and Ren and Stimpy, totally. whereas I I really like Rocco, but I <laughs> generally just do not enjoy watching Ren and Stimpy. Oh, There's few things so far <laughs> on the show I've drawn a line in the sand. Hey, dude. <laughs> uh, and I guess this. I can't... Wow. And, and preparing for this, I watched a bunch. So I watched a bunch of Rocco, and I watched a bunch of Ren and Stimpy, and it, it felt... What, what Ren and Simpies were you watching, though? Just out of curiosity. I watched, uh, just off the top of my head, I watched uh, Stimpy's Fan Club. I watched Stimpy's Invention. I watched In the Army, Space Madness. Oh, man. Um, okay. I, I, I was, right. I was, I was trying good? to go, These I was trying to go ones. for the ones where I, like, I knew that people liked a lot. Yeah. Uh, this way, I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be. You know, I wasn't looking for the awful ones, so I could point yeah. it out. I was watching the best, what is considered the best ones. Uh, and as far as Rocco, I just recorded a bunch off of the splat on Nick Teen, and so it was just a totally random assortment. Um, but uh, it should make for an interesting versus, because I think in all past cases, both you and I are neutral somewhat yeah. to Guts and Legends, neutral to both those Are You Afraid of the Darks, but in this case, I think we're... Yeah. Really believe in what yeah. we're. I we're agree. Um, so it's gonna be a real heated debate, folks. The uh, gloves have come off. And I, for one, am excited. <laughs> All right, let's uh, jump into it. Gonna put it to the test. Gonna put it to the test. Okay, so let's um, concede. I am going to concede story. Wow. Right off the bat. Uh, okay. Not what I was expecting. <laughs> um, I think that the Rocco had kind of like more fully developed stories, whereas Ren and Simpy was more like almost like Looney Tunes episodes, where it's just kind of a pretty basic premise and then you just follow it through the show. Yeah. But, so I, I feel like Rocco's a little stronger in that case. That's a great, uh, I think that's a great point as far as. Um, I th- uh, the one thing w- watching it again that really struck me is like how much Ren and Stimpy besides the fact that it's like slapstick and really in your face that it harkens back to like really 1950s yeah. and 60s cartoons totally. um, so yeah uh, but I would I, I, I agree <laughs> that the stories on Rocco are okay. better um, I'm going to concede the animation oh. 
Um, good, good, good choice. I feel like you guys just conceded what was clearly the best about both of them. <laughs> um, Rocco has really great animation. I, I would act. So it's weird because I honestly I think everything's better about Rocco. Uh, even the animation on Rocco is more my style. However, I can appreciate how much Ren and Stimpy. Almost every episode, there seemed to be like an evolution in the uh, animation they were trying. And I really love on Ren and Stimpy the extreme close-ups where it's like the yeah. real visual animation of so detailed yeah. that it's disgusting. <laughs> um, just the fact that they because most shots are incredibly incredibly bland yeah. on Ren and Stimpy. I mean, like the background is just a blue yes. or gray or white wall. Even some of those even though are like are really cool looking. Yeah. If you pay attention to them but i, I know what you yeah mean. um quick clickstein yeah. facts so again this is a, a book that matthew clickstein wrote it's called slimed an oral history of nickelodeon's golden age this is a quote from john chris felusi uh, who is the creator of ren and stimpy uh, at least for the first two seasons uh, he said, I am completely mainstream, and I was just following in the footsteps of classic cartoons, movies, and television sitcoms. Still am. Almost all of my influences are very mainstream popular culture. I was not a fan of hippie cartooning, although I share some influences with some underground cartoonists. Uh, and then another person from the show, Thomas Mitten, said, John's approach might be termed early 1950s with balls. Uh, <laughs> um, so... I mean, he, he kind of recognized himself that uh, the animation, like, it reminds me a lot of, like, Flintstones or Jetsons, where yeah. it's it's cool-looking, but it's very muted. Yeah. Um, and when it came out, like, it kind of pushed the bounds of what animation was doing at the time. And uh, I've heard mentioned multiple times uh, John Kay, like, would make animators draw... Um, like when they brought him sketches or whatever, uh, he would send them back if they didn't have like a brand new facial expression on oh, wow. every time. Wow. So pretty yeah. high demands. Yeah. The, the book, if, if you're really interested in Ren Stimpy, uh, the slime book has a whole chapter pretty much about the chaos that was creating Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> the fact that they couldn't like submit a show on time yeah. and because they were like, paying so much attention to the details and trying to get it perfect, uh, which I think is why Nickelodeon eventually kind of like worked him out, yeah, John Kay. Yeah. But um, if you're really interested, yeah, there's a whole chapter pretty much just going over the history of Ren and Stimpy. Um, Say goodbye. Okay, so let's jump in. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with the main characters, the driving force of the shows, um, especially Ren and Stimpy. I feel like most of... Most of the stories come from the relationship between the two main characters. Um, and I think that they're both two super memorable, uh, really great characters together. Um, I mean, I'm thinking about them separately, like, I like them separately, but together they're like something else. And uh, I love Stimpy as the, like, dumb... Uh, <laughs> goofy one yeah and ren as the super serious like uh almost bitter yeah <laughs> just constantly agitated and you know um i think that what these characters did that like most other cartoons don't do is kind of go into some of these darker places and um hit upon like uh real and difficult things to deal with um like from real life, you know. Yeah. So I think um, they were kind of just ahead of their time in that way. Yeah, yeah. It should be mentioned that Ren and Stimpy was one of the first three cartoons on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Alongside Doug and Rugrats, right? Is that right? Yeah. Um, in 1991, I think. Gosh, I don't know for sure the year. Yeah. <laughs> um. So both literally leading the way yeah. in kind of what could be on Nickelodeon. Yeah. I think uh, another thing I love about these characters is, to me, they're kind of like, almost like a Tom and Jerry type character, but just insane. <laughs> um, and I just loved the extent to that that they kind of went crazy. Yeah. Okay. 
So I think they're strong. I can, I, mean, ap- I, I can appreciate that. And I think there's a little bit of an advantage here than the fact that you have two main characters. Although, <laughs> although, I, I, I thought about more. Because going into it, I was like, well, he's got two, I've got one, I'm not sure if it matches. But going back and re-watching it, here's what I kind of okay. took away from it. Uh, it's impossible not to like Rocco, where I do think it's possible, really, and more, probably more often than not, to not like Ren. Um, I think the way I, the way I thought about it is that Rocco is like a combination of Ren and Stimpy, except he's more likable than both. Uh, <laughs> and also going back, I realized, so this will be tricky with secondary characters, but on any given Rocco's modern life, there could be a different main character. Uh, so there could be a whole episode really dedicated yeah. to Filbert often and Heifer. Um, so main character is a little tricky on Rocco. Um, but I do think Rocco is just really relatable. He's like an easy main character to follow along with, if whether it's his story or Spunky's or whoever's. He's just really likable. Um, I, I also really like Rocco a lot. Um, I think it just depends what you're... I mean, I don't know that I... I, I know Ren's like unlikable mm-hmm. as a... Like, per, he, if he was real, describe like, him as he wouldn't abrasive. like his yeah. attitude. But I think in these cartoons, that's what makes him so great. Just that over-the-top anger. And, like, that's where a lot of the humor comes from. Okay. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I I have critiques, but I'll let you critique Rocco first. Um, I guess I don't have a lot of things that I don't like about Rocco. Maybe he's just a little too middle of the road mm-hmm. that would be my main yeah, issue he, do, I guess. he doesn't have a not to help your argument but yeah he doesn't have a super defining characteristic besides just being kind of like ho-hum yeah yeah um like he's the guy he's the guy that's like the normal one that everything's kind of happening to it seems so, like uh, jerry seinfeld yes <laughs> yeah. that's a type character yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah besides apollo he's got his like cool hawaiian or uh not hawaiian what would you like avant-garde button-down. <laughs> somewhere between Hawaiian and just... Somewhere between Hawaiian and just, like, old man golfing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so I think kind of what I mentioned before is that if you don't... I think if you don't like Ren or if you don't like Stimpy or if you don't like either of them, that's game over for the show. I mean... I think that was the case for me, whereas I didn't, yeah. I really didn't like Ren. Stimpy was funny enough, but I felt like Ren was so abrasive that I didn't, I just didn't want to watch the show. And so I think that's where it could like alienate some people uh, that the, if you don't like the main characters, there's not enough else going on on the show to commit to it because rewatching it too, I was astonished how few other characters were. To be honest, I thought you were going to concede secondary oh, characters no because there's, 95% of the show is just them them. Um yeah, I there's a lot of secondary characters that are great. I mean, we'll get into it. Yeah. But um <laughs> I about that, I will say that it could be an acquired taste mm-hmm. their characters, but I think if you like it, it hit, like you really like it. There's yeah. no like uh kind of in-between feelings about it. Right. Know? Like it hits the right note if it does. Yeah, I think it comes down to is it your Rocco, Rocco could be like, give her, give, take it or leave it. And I think Ren Stimpy is either you're all in or you're probably not watching the show. Yeah. Um, well, Brett, do you, do you feel else? do you feel satisfied? Any questions? I mean, I feel like you both just conceded main characters. We're <laughs> right just admitting they have flaws, like... but yeah, I think I think that's the truth is that the main that... characters on both shows are flawed. That might be what makes them so good, though. Is that they are that <laughs> those flaws. I would just say, in my in in Rocco's defense, I don't see a case in where someone tunes in and Rocco is the point in which they say I can't watch this show. Where I think that is the case with your I main could, characters. Yes, on the same note, though, I could see somebody tuning in and not f- getting into anything in particular. Like if they didn't know this show before. Yeah. Okay. All right. Say goodbye. Works for me. <laughs> All right. Moving along to secondary characters. Okay. 
Secondary characters, gosh. I think there's just so many good ones in Ren and Stimpy. It's kind of unbelievable. Um, just to name a few of my favorites. The Shaven Yak. Like the Christmas, weird Christmas animal. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. Um, Wilbur Cobb, which is like the really old guy that shows up in a lot of episodes mm-hmm. that's always kind of just like mumbling to himself about old stories and stuff. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Muddy Mud Skipper, really great. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I and I think this is the I think this is the problem that that these I know who some of them are, but they're not they're not so prominent. Whereas if you said Filbert or Heifer, people are like, oh yeah, okay, those two characters, Muddy Mud Skipper though, you don't know. No, he was like the talk show. Are you li- just kidding? Or- no, I really no. have no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> All right, all right. I knew the but, other two, but... Um. You'll know these. Powdered Toast Man. Yeah, well, Powdered... Yeah. He's a classic. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Mr. Horse. Yeah. Perhaps the most favorite, it seems like, of yeah. the secondary characters. And what are your feelings about that, Mr. Horse? No, sir, I don't like it. But all of these characters are really great additions to the show i think and really hilarious to me in different ways um sometimes funnier than the main characters yeah but i I think the problem is that a lot of the times those characters are on the show but they're like really oddly used within the story that they're they they don't always feel like directly connected to what's happening with Ren and Stimpy. A lot of times it feels like it's a promo, like a fake promo or some like weird side thing that's happening rather than like a, and I know you conceded story, but sometimes they feel like they're fitted into the story rather than a natural part of it. It's again, like kind of like Looney Tunes where Mm -hmm. you get all these other characters kind of that the main characters are working around yeah and it's just again that that different type of story yeah. i mean it's not that fully formed story it's like more free form almost yeah okay i mean i hear you. i hear you okay. i just i i really think of all the categories this is rocco's strong okay. suit i think filbert and heifer on their own could have had their own their own series. I mean, uh, I would I would have watched a show about either of those. Um, Spunky is perfect as just kind of the dumb dog. Uh, the big heads are great neighbors worked worked in effortlessly. Uh, and then you had like even just like the smaller but still reoccurring a lot like Chuck and Leon, uh, the Chameleon Brothers, uh, who pretty much a, a you know. I would describe them a little bit too, like Looney Tunes characters, where like they were whatever the episode needed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you know, Doctor Hutchinson as a, a strong female character, which I think mm. Ren and Stimpy was lacking. Hmm. Um, so I think I think the secondary characters, I like I'm like I kind of said before, in some cases they're the main characters. They they can carry the show where. Your secondary characters are good. They just feel oddly fitted in. Like, they don't feel like a natural part of the story. I know what you're saying. I guess it just feels like the... uh, It feels like it comes back to the aesthetic again, where it's like, I think that they fit exactly what they're doing on this show. It's on Ren and Simpy. Um, But the Rockwell's Modern Life characters are more like real characters, almost. Like So Mm -hmm. it's just like... Depends what you're looking for, I think. It does. I think that Rocco's Modern Life has more of an ensemble cast, where it, like, you know, as you said, Phil, Philbert, and the other one, Heifer, Heifer, <laughs> uh, could carry their own show. So they're almost main characters, even though the show's Rocco's Modern Life and it's about him and his life. Yeah. It's almost though like all of those characters you named were main characters that were in almost every episode, as opposed to being secondary characters. Is that, like, what you're debating? What, yeah. Which is better? Like, in in Ren and Stimpy, they're almost reoccurring. Like, they show up every now and then. And in Rocco's Modern Life, they're... Part of... In every... They're almost, you know, credited actors, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. In the opening scenes. And so there's a, there's a difference there. Like, Andrew said, it depends on what you're going for. What you're into. 
Yeah. Interesting. Also, I think um, this is less true for Rocco in the earlier episodes. The earlier ones uh, seem less dependent on the extra characters, mm-hmm. um, and they're more focused on Rocco. And like you get, it's almost like more of what happens on Ren and Stimpy, where you just get these glimpses of them, but they're but you're really focused on whatever Rocco's doing. Yeah. So just some interesting. Yeah, I. I, I like. I remember as a little kid watching Ren and Stimpy, and often feeling confused. I mean, feeling <laughs> feeling like I just wasn't sure what I was watching, and which shouldn't. I I don't really hold that against the show because now I clearly understand that these were like ambitious artists who were trying to create something really cool and different, uh, and they should be credited for like breaking ground. But um, if we're talking about a show I want to watch, I just I felt like it pushed. A lot of the wrong buttons for me. Uh. Okay, I uh, I never. It's weird that you say that because I never had a problem making sense of it, and I think it was because I wasn't trying to make sense of it. Like yeah. I, I, it's not that it was. You just took it as it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's the approach you have to have with it. Um, but it. Even though it's so I mean, it, like it outlandish, is... it's still rewatching it kind of bored me. I, hmm. I during Space Madness, I drifted oh off my a little gosh, bit. That especially <laughs> is great. Oh. Um, so, I, so I, and I do think this is like kind of the defining thing about Ren and Stimpy is that there is, you could argue middle ground is a flaw for Rocco's modern life. I would argue that the fact there is no middle ground on Ren and Stimpy is a huge issue. Hmm. Okay, I mean I. I, I... I feel like you guys have steered away from the secondary characters <laughs> yeah. issue here. Oh, I feel real confident. I mean, I, I'd be... You really think Powder Toast Man is better than Heifer or Filbert? I mean, that's a weird debate, it's, though, because yeah. I feel that Powder Toast Man is a secondary character, whereas Heifer and Filbert are practically main characters. Yeah, you... Yeah. yeah. No, Again, it's, that, it's just about the... The way they're set up. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I guess in my head I was thinking, like, title characters. So, yeah. Rocco versus Ren and Stimpy are main. Yeah. And everybody else yeah. is supporting. Yeah. But, time. Uh, all right. I feel uh, like we, yeah. we've, okay. we've gone down the road. Say goodbye. Okay. Um, I guess let's hit on music, which is, I think this is a really strong one for Ren and Stimpy. Um, not only the opening and closing, which are great. We've talked about those a little bit. Um, done by this Bumco band. Mm-hmm. Um, those are incredible. But also the use of stock music. Like most of the rest is stock music, um, but it's used just perfectly. It is that uh, like almost like a '50s sitcom sound, but yeah. like put to this crazy cartoon. Yeah. I think it's called production music, which, if you're listening right now, it's what's been playing anytime uh, Andrew's <laughs> making his arguments. <laughs> um, so that's great. Um, also, the occasional song that comes up on the show is uh, are really good. Uh, probably the most famous one is "Happy Happy Joy Joy." Yeah. Which um, that whole sequence is great. Yeah, that's Stimpy's invention where, uh, yeah. Ren's going crazy <laughs> with the thing on his head um, yeah. to this music, like forced to dance to this music. And that's kind of one of those real memorable images from 90s Nickelodeon of Stimpy and Ren just yeah. bouncing from side yeah. to side with the contraptions yeah. on their heads. Um, I think it's hard to beat the music on this show. Yeah. I, w- I would... Uh, I considered music for concession because I do love that theme song so much. Uh but quickly pulled back on it once I started rewatching the episodes and realized that the music within the episodes is mostly stock. Yeah. Um, and it's it's quirky, but I actually think in my case where I was really trying to watch it with an open mind, the, the music kind of like added to the dullness for me. Like so the 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 colors are muted and then that mu- that music I, uh... is like sometimes it's like swing or big band, uh, sometimes just like real quirky like sitcom type. Yeah music and it just didn't it didn't mesh to me the, the music within the episode the background music did not I mesh think that's with what's the animation so great about it is the animation so crazy and out there and the music so like 
you have it, um, you kind of... It's like, leave like, it to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, like, that's what's in your head with it. So it's like these two opposing ideas kind of like... And I think yeah. that's what, uh, what made it. A position of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for Rocco, theme song's good. Yeah. Be, very catchy. Uh, one thing I had kind of forgotten about is the outro song is... It's just a variation on the opening, but it's it's a little different and it's really jumpy and fun. Um, so I would say the outro song is is fun. And and I would Rocco used a lot of music within the episode. So you mentioned Happy Happy Joy Joy, but I think Rocco did that even more. I mean, there was a whole Christmas episode, uh, particularly with the Ho 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 song, which to this day I still yeah, sing in my head. One. The Ho Ho yeah. Ho. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, the one of the episodes I just randomly caught this week was the lounge singer where Philbert goes on. He's like a. It's funny yeah. that you bring that up because there's a Ren and Stimpy episode that's like just like that yeah. with Stimpy becoming a lounge singer. <laughs> we checked the release dates to see which one was first. Oh. I didn't. There's only yeah. two years overlap with Ren and Stimpy yeah. and Rocco, so '93 to '95 I think are the only years they over overlapped. Um, but, oh, yeah, that loud. Come crawl with me. Let's... Come crawl with me. Hey, come crawl with me like a turtle out to the bay. Yeah, come crawl with me. Uh, buddy Gecko. Uh, and uh, then there's, like, the Recycle Song and uh, yeah, there, there's Zanzibar. A lot, of, a lot of almost, like, uh, more, like, musical-type songs. Like, yeah. songs that you would... Yeah. Here in musicals. And I would say where Ren Stimpy used uh, stock music for its background music, the background music on Rocco is also really familiar and fun. And this makes sense because a lot of the creators for Rocco went on to make SpongeBob. There's a lot of like commonalities in the like, sometimes it gets into like surf kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I just think, I think you went on the theme song. I think the outros are pretty much a draw, but I think on that on the episode, you're weighing whether you want stock music or a show that really creates. Yes, its own. but it, again, it's dependent on the show because it fits so perfectly in Ren and Stimpy that I wouldn't. Want I don't think it does else. though. Oh, I I think it's I, I I think as I watch, I go, this is a this is the wrong choice. <laughs> I, I feel like it just perfectly nailed the what they were going for in the show just well this is versus brett <laughs> we're gonna have to agree to disagree i know i, I unlike the uh, first category you guys are actually now debating <laughs> instead of just conceding everything away so this is good this is good, good. some good stuff here um oh and log Oh yeah, I mean, Log was great. Memorable song. I mean, sing that every now and then. <laughs> oh, well. Say goodbye. Um, I guess let's move on to humor, which this is a uh, man. Another one that really comes down to like what you are looking for. I mean, what you think is funny. One that's funny to one person mm-hmm. could very easily not be to another. Though I do think there's a lot in common with these two shows. I mean, I think part of the reason we're debating def- it is because these two shows are comparable in some ways. Yeah. They're definitely more in- have more things in common than any of the other Nick Tunes. Right. I mean, if we were talking like Ren and Stimpy vs. Doug or like Rocco vs. Doug, it just wouldn't make any sense at all. But these two cartoons really do make sense because there's enough different that people would have different yeah. opinions on them but i think they were still trying to achieve some of the, some of the same things we, yeah we conceded story but like watching it i realized uh like these are shows that are talking about like anti-corporate like <laughs> big ideas on a kid's show yeah they definitely have uh the most mature ideas even yeah. even include like even um with respect to the like grossness i guess or mm-hmm. the over the top stuff yeah. i think that's like what most people yeah focused on yeah people make a big deal like the sexual innuendos i yeah. mean you go on youtube and like i searched rocco <laughs> clips 
and half of them are sexual innuendos. <laughs> I mean, so because there's a whole bunch of them. yeah, there's a lot. Kids at home. <laughs> Surprisingly, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but but if you like look at the uh, stories as a whole, and, like the just topics they're dealing with, um, they're just like more adult topics yeah. than I would expect to see in a kids' cartoon often. Yeah, um, uh, and I think that applies to the humor too between both of them. Like it's just like there's a lot of stuff uh, rewatching these now that. I think is funnier than I did at the time or mm -hmm. didn't get it at the time or whatever. Um, but on Ren and Stimpy, it's like this like combination of like psychotic and weird uh, that is very like Looney Tunes like, but Looney Tunes like push to the edge. Right? Yeah. So it's like if you but like balls, <laughs> yeah. <some> might say. <laughs> but, if... so, but I think, Again, going back to secondary characters, I think the problem with the humor, the, or the Looney Tunes comparison, is that Looney Tunes, I could trust that I was going to see, like, five to ten characters every episode. Where, oh, okay. where okay. with Ren and Stimpy, <laughs> I really... You're going to get Ren and Stimpy so that, for the most part. So that's important to your humor, is all these other characters. If I don't like the main characters, but, it is. <laughs> but I think Ren and Stimpy also has a lot of funny... Oh. Well, I'm, I mentioned them, but um, I just want to bring up a couple of the funnier things that I think okay. on, are on Ren and Stimpy, like, came to my mind when I f was thinking about this. Yeah. Um, one was the episode called To Selve or Not To Selve, or Selve Not, Selve and Selve Not. Mm -hmm. And it was about uh, this, like, door-to-door -door salesman trying to convince Stimpy to buy this Selve that's, like... You know, they don't really say what it... He's trying to, like, sell it as it does everything, basically. Um, and he just keeps showing up in all these weird places, and Ren keeps catching him, like, almost... Catching Stimpy, like, almost buying it, and has to, like, freak out and stop him. Um, but that whole concept is just so weird to me. Uh, yeah. Cracked me up. Um, and the other one is the one that you have been <laughs> ragging on this whole time, <laughs> Space Madness. I, uh, I'm not ragging on it. It's a okay. It just, it's not exciting. It's uh, not, exciting is not even the right word. It's just, I guess to me it hit that perfect, like, sci-fi parody. Yeah. You know, they're out in space and Ren going slowly crazy is just one of the funniest things, I think, on the show. Um, let's hear a little clip right here. They think I'm crazy, but I know better. It is not I who am crazy. It is I who am mad. Didn't you hear him? <laughs> Didn't you see the crowds? <laughs> oh, my beloved ice cream bar. How I love to lick your creamy center. Wow. <laughs> And your oh-so-nutty chocolate covering. You're not like the others. You like the same things I do. Wax paper. Boiled football leather. Dog breath. Okay, so uh, I think that, like, kind of uh, embodies the Ren and Stimpy humor. Yeah. Which is... This, like, I, and I think that is a good example of when I was a kid, it kind of going over my head. Now I'm like, this is cracking me up. Yeah. I feel like I, Ren and Stimpy had a lot of, like, almost self-deprecating humor that dealt with, like, anxiety and depression yeah. in a very dark, but also, like, <laughs> amusing to kids. But, like, if you're an adult watching it, you're like, yep. Yeah. yeah. I get that. <laughs> Particularly with... Ren, I mean, I do think yeah. a, a strength is that, like, Ren is going through these, like, serious psychological things with Stimpy there to stare at him and, like, kind of console, but, like, be so dumb that he can't truly help. Hey, Stimpy, hurry up with that jelly sandwich. Five, four, nine, twelve, one! Bingo! Yeah, he's, um, like, the, uh, he's, like, fine. Stimpy yeah, is, like, yeah. totally fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but again, I think this is like a very Looney Tunes type of humor mm -hmm. where it's like jokes almost or like gags. Agreed. I mean, I, I saw that as a weakness, but so I, I think when they're done well, I love it. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. 
they can be, you can easily miss on this type of thing, but I think Ren and Stimpy does it really but well. Sometimes I get the impression with a Ren and Stimpy episode is that they're the the plot, the story is solely working for these jokes, rather the other way around. That that I'm kind of sitting around, uh, yeah. sitting sitting waiting for them just to make the next joke, rather than really following the story. And what it sounds like, again, you kind of hit on it, is that I'm I'm maybe more looking for the jokes within a story, and yeah. you you were like I said, like taking it as it came to you, just yeah. like as like oh this is amusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so f- for Rocco and humor. Like I said, I do think there's like a lot of things in common. I think there's really that gross out factor that both shows seem to not be to shy away from. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do think that the humor on Rocco is more wide ranging. So I think it goes from uh, really dry to really. It could be very simple, like where kids could actually like laugh and uh, enjoy it. Um, just the clip at the beginning where the guy is talking to Heifer, but it's so dry. Um, it kind of again, it, it's I think SpongeBob uses it a lot that really dry voice um, where they're saying something really funny but in a dry tone. I, I think that Rocco utilizes that in a great way, and they do what Ren and Stimpy does, which is just the absurd. Um, I mean, Hef, uh, Filbert really represents I think like kind of um, like those weird things about Ren, uh, where like he's a tortured soul. <laughs> The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. You turn the page, you wash your hands. You turn the page, you wash your hands. And then you turn the page, and, and then you wash your hands. Um, and, and Heifer kind of represents that stimpy type thing of uh, happy and dumb, just happy to be alive. Um, and so I think they have a lot in common. I just think that Rocco is covers a wider spectrum for people to enjoy rather than a very narrow one um i i agree with your mm-hmm. points um i think that as a kid especially rocco had more stuff that didn't make sense to me like i just didn't get it mm-hmm. like um i think to some extent Hil- filbert's Wash, washing his hands uh-huh. and uh his i'm <laughs> nauseous yeah. i'm nauseous <laughs> um those things like i it just it just didn't click with me like what is happening here like yeah. what's the point of this happening now i get it but yeah so it's another thing i think there's like some stuff in rocco that maybe was like just too dry at times or like too uh geared toward uh the parent watching yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yeah I, I think i mean i think the shows share that in common more than they're different but um, I just, yeah, I think the, as this whole thing boils down, it's, it's it either <laughs> Ren and Stimpy works for you or doesn't. And Rocco might be too middle that it could force you out. So yeah. it really, we're looking at Brett here. This is, <laughs> we're not ready for a decision, but uh, it's in the eye of the beholder for sure. It seems to be the general theme of the uh, <laughs> the afternoon here. Uh, Brent mentioned something in uh, Rocco earlier that I completely forgot about that I thought was like hilarious, but like really weird and super adult. Uh, the uh, really, really big man. <laughs> uh, look into my nipples of the future. <laughs> yeah. Just such a... That's like blatantly like <laughs> almost over the line, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just very odd. Oh yeah, both shows. Uh, when we talked about um, Perfect Family, I mentioned Heifer's family, uh, and just like particularly the brother who is <laughs> like a dropout. Clearly has a ton of issues going on, perhaps like sexual orientation <laughs> issues, and yeah, to be like I was like well I don't know six or seven when I was watching this. There's and there were certain episodes I remember of Ren and Stimpy where my parents were like, no, you're not, you're not watching this. <laughs> and like, I kind of get it now. Yeah. I was maybe bitter then, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think both these shows just probably, they'd both be on Adult Swim now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ren and Stimpy for sure. Yeah. yeah. Which they tried to bring it back. On Spike. Spike. Uh, adult Party Cartoon, which yeah. is pretty universally like reviled. I didn't see it. Um, uh, I still haven't even watched all of them. Um, 
it's just like way like significantly more adult yeah. where it's almost too much like it's almost like seeing that you see oh like maybe it was good that john k was like reined in a little bit yeah. with some of this stuff um which reminds me another clickstein yeah. fact Uh, so there's a quote in Slime from Will McRobb, who we lovingly know from The Adventures of Pete and Pete, but he also was brought in on Ren Stimpy to, to help. Uh, and he has a quote here on why he believes uh, Ren Stimpy is not always viewed uh, in great light. Um, and in this case, he's talking about particularly about like kind of the evolution towards the end and then into mm. Spike. Um, he says, I believe Ren and Stimpy failed because people don't want to see something that goes way beyond the boundaries. They want to see something that has dimension or humanity to it. Uh, and so I think maybe for people who dislike um, Ren and Stimpy is that it's missing that kind of relatability at some at some times. I think that the I think that that's true, but that in like the Nickelodeon years, there were like real moments where they were like humanized and cared about each other and stuff. So I, it did lose that. As yeah. It moved to that, to the new one. Um, but I, but I think both of their humor is like dark in a way, Yeah. but in a like really in, in okay way, like just dealing with like real life issues so that in my mind, like that makes it good, I guess. Okay. Say goodbye. Yeah, they're both good. <laughs> all right so last category longevity yeah um and so this is a tough one. i mean this is totally yeah i mean yeah. it's all opinion but this is uh i i think they actually they both hold up really well for me um i think that ren and stimpy what makes ren and stimpy hold up particularly well is that it is more like i get it more now just again that thing of like uh being able to understand what's going on um but also like ren and simpy just as characters if you were going to pick some random people on the street and ask them like ren about ren and simpy or rocco i think uh, ren and simpy would easily win who wreck i mean well the internet disagrees but we'll get to I that in a second the ultimate crowd of people there um not to, I, I actually think it's Ren Sippy is maybe better now, um, for what I was saying. But mm-hmm. um, like, for you at this time, yeah, you, yeah. you'd rather watch. Okay, them. Um, and I think, uh, but also, the show, like, inspired just countless other cartoons after it. I mean, it's like, you know, it was just a big jump in animation somehow. Like that just broke everything open for people it seemed like yeah there i think there is a ripple effect there for sure i mean so so much has been influenced by it now yeah although i would joe murray who's the creator of rocco he he was working on like the idea of rocco he had been working on like comic book form for a while before even ren and stimpy so i would say uh i think he was already doing his thing Mm. um because it started about a year and a half after ren and stimpy um, but I think the longevity argument is simple here, which is they're still making Rocco, uh, movies coming out next year. Yeah. Um, um, but I don't think that's for lack of like want or interest in Ren Simp even. I mm-hmm. think it's mostly about what happened with, uh, the adult party cartoon and just, you, and you don't think that's an indicator of like maybe people are just I like, think we people, don't, we don't I want think this. people really tuned in like were excited for it, but they got something different mm-hmm. than they were expecting. So it's just, it was just too different. Yeah. You know, I, I think I if also they also can't imagine an entire movie of Ren and Stimpy, <laughs> like not that that has it, anything to do with longevity, yeah. just like the semantics of how those episodes and how the characters oh, I'm, yeah. I'm with structured. you. I, there, there were times I was watching the episodes and I would like, I looked at the how much time was remaining, feeling like it had to be over soon. I was like eight minutes okay. in. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean that as like a a jab at the show. It's just how the show is structured itself. Whereas Rocco yeah. has all of these yeah characters. There's and a, such a you can there's a wider can, universe. You could make an entire movie of 
what they're all doing in any given month or what have you. Yeah. And yeah. it would work for an hour and a half to two hours, where if it's an hour and a half to two hours of the same Ren and Snippy storyline, like, it is. how it, would you do that? Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. One's more suited yeah. for a, a, probably a movie than the other. It would probably turn out like uh, the, I don't know if you've ever seen any of like the Looney Tunes-based movies, but they end up being like... Uh, like a kind of wraparound story around mm-hmm. right. separate like, could you segments. Imagine, yeah. Could you imagine an hour and a half episode of Tom and Jerry? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's hilarious for like the two to three minutes they would get, but like... How many cheese gags can you have? Right. <laughs> oh, they introduced the bulldog. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Like, yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is such a hard category to determine. I looked it up, and I was really shocked by the fact that they have the exact the same the exact same amount of episodes so oh. Rocco ran for four years or four seasons 52 episodes Ren Stimpy had five seasons 52 episodes hmm. so like less episodes a season yeah. for Ren Stimpy but I was just shocked because I just there was no way I thought Ren Stimpy had made that many um so they ran they ran the same um I think there's passionate people on both sides um yeah I, I but I think you're right, Brett. I think probably just the fact that Rocco's still like there's Joe Murray is still working on something is probably more due to the fact that like it's they can make a short movie and throw it out there. Yeah. Um, and I, apparently I, John K is impossible to work with. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't think Nickelodeon has an interest in rekindling. Or he probably doesn't have an interest in Nickelodeon either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe um, I read in the book that he. Uh, I think he's on the commentary for episodes he didn't work on, and he mm. refers to the people working on Renan's to be after him as traitors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there is a whole uh, section about it in the Clickstein book. Um, do you have any opinion on that? Because because I'm not a diehard <sighs> Ren Stimpy, do you, is there a difference after season two where? Oh oh uh, oh yeah, John a lot K of people. Gone? Oh man, a lot of people that like Ren and Stimpy are like die-hard first two seasons mm-hmm. and that's like it that's all they can handle um <laughs> i think that it actually kept being very good um up until maybe started to fall off on some episodes in the last season mm-hmm. but for the most part i think they did a really good job with it and i have a lot of episodes that i really like from like the fourth season mm-hmm. um so you know it but I've read a lot about that whole thing that happened and stuff, and I don't yeah. know who... I mean, I don't necessarily feel like anyone was 100% in the right or yeah. anything. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm excited for that Rocco movie, though. Uh, yeah. Apparently it's called Static Cling, and I, I'm, <laughs> you know, don't take this to the bank, but it sounds like the story is that the characters from Rocco somehow went to space... And they're just returning for the first time now, and like there's all this technology that people are obsessed with, and like is, observing the world in that way. I wonder if it has anything to do with the last episode of Rocco, um, when all the characters like it's in the future, and somebody I think Rocco had gotten caught mm-hmm. out in space, like uh-huh. he went in a rocket, and there was a banana <laughs> involved. Um, but I'd have to go back. And like watch. suddenly we see all like Rocco and Filbert and Heifer are like old and. Uh, Filbert's kids are grown up. Yeah, and it was a really good episode. Actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting. Well, yeah, yeah sounds similar. Yeah. Well, those are our categories. Uh, oh, just to mention, um, you mentioned whether people would like uh, Rocco or Ren more on the street. Um, according to IMDb, people uh, like Rocco a little bit more. So on IMDb, Rocco has a score of eight. Uh, where Ren and Stimpy has a score of 7.4 for the series. Uh, and it is a tie on TV.com. Both series on TV.com have an 8.7 out of 10. Hmm. So it's close, but a I think that's a little low on IMDb. I mean, that's... The people but, have spoken. Yeah. Okay, Major. all right. <laughs> goodbye. All right, so that means it's time to turn it over to Brett. Any thoughts? Uh, you can work through it category by category, however you so, want to do it. Uh, I'm going to work through this category by category. Um, I've actually shocked by the results because going into this I was a big Rocco fan still am still better than uh, Ren and Stimpy but let's get to it Uh, main characters I gave to Joey Hmm. I gave that one to Joey uh, because of the ensemble cast um, where you have 
Rocco and then his friends and neighbors all incorporating uh, into the greatness of the show. Whereas on Ren and Stimpy, you literally just have Ren and Stimpy. Uh, secondary characters, um, in this case, I gave that one to Andrew for a similar reason, um, because that show had some really good secondary characters that they didn't rely on for the greatness of the episode. They were just kind of like, they enhanced, they were uh, kind of like salt and pepper, if you will. Uh, music, this one also went to Andrew. Um, the songs right. Happy Happy Joy Joy and Log are unforgettable. The theme song is one of the best. Um, sorry, Joey. I know that outro. Right. I guess was, you're forgiven. Uh, I know that outro was probably. Uh, it was banging. Your, your surprise guest, I guess. Yeah. Um, humor, I gave this one a tie. Um, it was tough to award either one because they are both very funny in very similar ways um, dealing with real life issues yeah. in a comical way whereas you got depression anxiety on one you got yeah. the pressures of adulthood and conforming to corporate life and kind of yeah. wanting to do your own thing another thing i noticed about them watching like even just in this week two episodes i saw were both really meta where it was they acknowledged that they were cartoons Mm-hmm. Like in Stimpy's fan club oh, where yeah. Ren ridicules the child for <laughs> writing a fan letter to a cartoon. And then there's an entire episode based around the fact of, like, uh, what is it, Silly Deli on Ro- Rocco, where it's pretty much the premise yeah, wacky, of, like, how ridiculous... Deli. Yeah, wacky, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Wacky Deli, where it, how ridiculous it is to work for a studio. And... An entire episode of Mail. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> so I, they did, I think, I think that's why they get lumped together a lot of times as Nicktoons, because... I mean, Doug and Rugrats were not, <laughs> Cat Dog were not going in that direction. Yeah, or those kind of dealt with, like, your creative imagination yeah. and everything's wonderful. A little edgier. Yeah. These ones kind of pushed the boundaries of, yeah. I don't know, being a human in the world. <laughs> uh, longevity, I gave that one to Andrew. Um, again, I know you're, you hit me with some data, I guess. I don't know if I trust IMDb. <laughs> TV guide or whatever you're using. Um, I I think if you did walk up to a random person and ask them who Ren and Stimpy was, were, they would be able to quote something or draw a picture. If you ask them about Rocco's Modern Life, they might say, oh yeah, isn't that that one show that had toads living next door? And it's a very dangerous day. Weird uh, turtle guy. Uh, so based on that... Andrew has won today's uh, versus three to one. That's well, official, folks. Brett will not be back for versus. With a, with a tie. So I believe that's another upset, really, um, for me at least. I, I'm a bit, yeah, I'm a bit surprised knowing you coming into this. Uh, uh, I think if you guys didn't do the concessions with animation and story, I might have gone. With Rocco. You liked Rocco's animation better? I, I like the animation better, and I like the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Well, I didn't conceive that one yet. So yeah. that... <laughs> so, I mean, you, guys, you guys made me cross that one But that would have tied off. it. Yeah, it, it would have tied it. The The animation thing is weird, though, because the close-ups, I mean, yeah. Yeah. those are legendary and were definitely copied by yeah. Spongebob, which is interesting because you said yeah. that. Well, I think Sp- Spongebob has pulled from both shows, yeah. Because you said Rocco... Um, had employer workers yeah, yeah, yeah. on both shows, and they're clearly influenced by that close-up grossness yeah. detail yeah. to a disgusting effect. <laughs> yeah. Because that happens I, all the time in SpongeBob. Yeah. I was torn on concession, because I really think Rocco's better thing for thing, but I love... I That close-up yeah. was like the only <laughs> thing where I was like, if Rocco did that, I'd... I'd like it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they almost did a little bit, but just the not whatever. Detail, like, though. yeah, the painting that they were using on mm-hmm. Ren and Stimpy was just unmatched. You, yeah, you could tell they were really putting a lot of time into every yeah. episode. Um, okay. Well, ladies and gents, let's have a word with today's losers. Loaf, what do you think about losing the match? We lost.
Scouts are angry! We are sore! Matt Doc and Killer cheated! Next time we see you guys, it'll be in the street! We'll break your bones! We'll grind you into putty! We'll tear your faces off! You haven't heard the last of us! This is war! We are generals! You are the enemy! Beware, Mad Dog! Beware, Killer! We know where you live! We know where your parents live! We will have our revenge! Yeah, well, I just don't know if Brett will be back. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm happy to come on whenever you want. Uh... I don't know. Just Boy. work on your debating skills, All I right. guess. Well, we're gonna—we're definitely gonna <laughs> turn it over to you guys on Twitter to vote on. Uh, we'll put up a poll which which you guys prefer, Ren and Stimpy or Rocco. And maybe I mean, you I still maybe prefer, you guys will have my back. I still prefer Rocco's Modern Life <laughs> over Ren and Stimpy. I, I I think that the stories were so much better. They I related more to them. They were actual stories most of the time, not just. Yeah, I really love them both. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoy the whole, uh, when I was a kid and now, there's things that I love about both shows, and I think they're still both um, some of my favorite animated shows that exist. Yeah. Um, All right. That's a tough one, guys. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a really tough one. Uh, <laughs> taking on two series is, is really tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Particularly, like, Guts, Guts and Legends, Guts and Legends felt not as daunting, because it was... Like it felt like two silly game shows where like yeah whatever like <laughs> this is kind of but like taking on like two what felt like substantial series uh, like even like hearing you talk it was like well I don't really want to go at it that hard because like it's still like the, it's still a really well made cartoon where like the people who are making it clearly I mean this is not like they're slapping this stuff together and yeah. just throwing it out I mean like I said half the time they were behind schedule because like. They just weren't ready for the yeah. next episode, and they obviously really cared about it. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, I feel like Red and Sippy might have pushed the envelope more, was more groundbreaking, and then maybe because of it, Rocco was able to get uh, green lighted. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Yeah, up. really could be. Um, well, any parting words? Uh, no, not today. Uh. Um, <laughs> Hate to break any hearts out there, but that's, ah. that's all she wrote for me. If you're feeling this one, guys, I'm I'm feeling it with you. I'm feeling yeah. it. Rocco forever. Until next time. <laughs> all right, Andrew. You want to talk about what we're doing next week? Yeah. Um, oh, next week. Um, it's a kind of another milestone episode. <laughs> our thirteenth episode. Ooh, spooky. So <laughs> we're gonna be looking at. The Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, The 13th Floor. Oh. Uh, if only we could do this on Friday the 13th, that yeah. would really nail it home. But Not this month. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the only thing we could think of that had a 13 in it. <laughs> and it's if we if I remember, I'll, I'll be watching it this week, and you guys can watch it too leading up to this. I'm sure it's online somewhere or on Amazon Prime. But if I remember correctly, this is not a great episode of television. <laughs> not one of the best, but... But uh, we're, we're gonna it has do. its moments, I'm sure. But we'll we'll find Let's out. Let's hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and if in the meantime you want to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Twitter at boc podcast, as in Big Orange Couch Podcast. We have been hearing from you, so uh, we have tons of requests for episodes to do. And I know we have not done any of your requests so far, <laughs> but I promise, like that they are coming. Um, keep sending them. The easiest way, honestly, on Twitter is to direct message, uh, not to just uh, at us in a reply, because those are easy to lose track of. Um, so if you really have a request or something you want to say, either direct message us or, really, even better, uh, although I know it's an extra step, is to email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Um, those really help us organize whatever feedback or requests you guys have. Um, so if there's any verses, episodes, or lists you'd like us to do uh, those are the ways to contact us we are on podbean and we are on itunes uh and again it's really helpful if you leave a review on itunes we have two new reviews this week so a special thank you to um gem 90210 <laughs> thank you gem uh we appreciate it and also um i believe it's pronounced steiner and i think steiner contacts us a lot on twitter so uh, thanks so much for uh, 
leaving comments on iTunes. And listening. And listening. Well, thanks again to Brett for being here. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me. Breaking, yeah. breaking hearts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I guess we'll see you next episode. Sounds good. I was feeling nostalgic for the days when my thoughts tripped onto my head from the ceiling. I remember the feeling that it seems these days I can't live in this borrowed time. Seems these days I can't live in this borrowed time. Seems these days I can't live in this borrowed time. Seems these days I can't live in this. Or